0: Welcome, everyone, to a special edition of Couch Potato Diary. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you so much for downloading and listening. You can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, and you can email the show Couch Potato Diary at yahoo.com. So um, if you follow me on social media, you will see I had a bit of an issue with UFC 289 last night. I couldn't buy it. Um, I have been told that it was a technical glitch, although two customer service people, which were definitely AI, but whatever, um, told me that it was, uh, basically my fault and that I was silly for trying to order the pay-per-view in Canada because TSN had blackout rights. So, um, very frustrating, but also could not watch the pay-per-view. So instead of a a deep, in-depth breakdown of what sounds like a pretty meh night anyway, um, although a big night for Canadian MMA, I I don't want to, uh, take anything away from that, I'm um, going to do what I was planning on doing earlier this week, and then life kind of happens. But everything, fine, You're just busy. But i um, going to look at the legacy of Amanda Nunez, as apparently that chapter has officially closed after her win over Irene Aldana last night in Vancouver. So we are going to look at the legacy of Amanda Nunez here today. Hi, I'm Kim Carson. And I'm Peter Klein, and this is We Had No Idea. A podcast about world events that you know about, but might have fallen asleep for during history class. Or social studies, however, you learn history in high school. Each week we'll do a deep dive into important topics throughout history. So whether you already know everything or feel like you need a top up on some history, we'll be here for you. Listen to us each week wherever you get your podcasts. Woo! Amanda Nunes is widely regarded as one of, if not the, greatest female fighters in the history of mixed martial arts. She has left her mark on the sport with a remarkable skill set and dominant performances. With an impressive career that spans over a decade, Nunes has etched her name into the annals of MMA history through her exceptional fighting prowess and a series of memorable moments against some of the sport's top competitors. Nunes was born on May 30th, 1988 in Salvador, Bahia, Brazil, began Uh, She began her professional MMA journey in 2008 as the career progressed. Nunez showed a well-rounded skill set which included solid striking, grappling, and submission skills. Her relentless aggression and explosive power have been distinguishing features throughout her career. She starts her career in the UFC. We're going to skip things uh, a little bit here. She starts her UFC career with back-to-back wins over Sheila Gaff and Jermaine Durandami in 2013. She then loses to Kat and bounces back with a win over a name that wrestling fans will be familiar with, Shayna Baszler, and then uh, I guess the other kind of wrestling fans will be familiar with in Sarah McMahon before stepping into the Octagon for a fight that would start a rivalry that would define her legacy. The first encounter between Amanda Nunez and Valentina Shevchenko took place at UFC 196 on March 5th, 2016. Nunez and Shevchenko clash in a three round bout that uh, that showcased both of their respective skills. Nunez demonstrating her striking power and aggression while Shevchenko showcased her technical prowess. In the end, Nunes emerges victorious, earning a unanimous decision. This was one of the first times where it was like, okay, this fighter is for real. And it's so interesting because it it feels like this rivalry does really define this generation of MMA. Um, Well, we'll get into it a a little bit later because there are a few kind of career-defining fights for Nunes. But you look at how this generation of... Uh, women's MMA could be different if Shevchenko wins that fight, because from this one, it is Nunes taking on Misha Tate. And look, you, you could say like Nunez's talent is such that she would get to this point anyway, probably. But uh, a loss there to Shevchenko. And maybe it's Shevchenko that we're talking about a- as the GOAT. So it's just it's one big night. Um, that at the time is a real fork in the road moment for Amanda Nunes. It gives her the, the title shot at UFC 200, July 9th, 2016. She faces Misha Tate for the UFC Women's Bantamweight Championship and she seizes the opportunity with a stunning performance, beating Misha Tate to capture the championship. Uh, this really was kind of a, a changing of the... At the time, it maybe didn't feel that way, but it is a changing of the guard moment. The official changing the guard moment comes next. As she defends her title against Ronda Rousey at UFC 207 on December 30th of 2016 Rousey obviously at the time was the GOAT, uh, a dominant figure in women's MMA, but it had been a little bit since she had competed and Nunes wasted no time in making a statement, unleashing a barrage of strikes that overwhelmed R- Rousey, leading to a knockout victory, a decisive win that now solidifies Nunes as the undisputed queen of women's mixed martial arts. The, like, th- this this, was the passing of the torch moment. Th- this was her going in like, okay, look, Ronda Rousey, your accomplishments are long and incredibly impactful and incredibly important. Um, we now have seen that the sport has maybe evolved past what you are either capable of or willing to be capable of. And this was the moment where Nunez really, it it solidified her as the top women's mixed martial artist of the time. Um, and it really did kind of drive home, like, okay, Rousey's on her way out. Nunez is now the queen. Um, and to think about like this run, it's... That's 2016. That's seven years ago um, that that she did this. Like, I guess six and a half years ago that that she accomplished this. And so like that, that's quite a run on top and quite a run. Of dominance. Uh, up next would be another clash with Nunez and Chevchenko at UFC 215 on September 9, 2017. This time for the bantamweight championship. The fight was closely contested. Um, Nunez displaying again striking accuracy, grappling control. Chevchenko her striking precision. This one was extremely close, and Nunez gets the win. And the reason, or and the the fact that this one was so close. Is the reason why people were kind of clamoring for uh, an, a final Chevchenko fight um, to, to really kind of solidify that, but it, it was close enough, and Nunes does get the win, and you again can see where these fights against Chevchenko are so important, and if one of them goes differently, then Nunes is the that um, then the Nunes is like maybe looked at a little bit differently. So and and it really like it's it's her stepping up in these big moments and i think it is her really showing that she is the, the cream of the crop of of this division after this there is a fight against uh, Raquel Pennington back at ufc 224 this one was a dominant victory that she won so emphatically that people were questioning raquel's penning or raquel pennington's corner for not throwing in the towel You know, like that—that they beat her up, or she beat her up so badly that people were questioning if Pennington's corner had her best interest in mind. Like that—that is how dominant she was. And then after this, it is the fight that really solidifies Nunez's goat status as she takes on uh, Chris Cyborg. And oddly enough, it um, is—let's take a look at it here—is two years almost to the day. Of her win against ronda rousey that she goes in there and goes up to the featherweight division to take on chris cyborg um considered by many to be the most dangerous woman in mixed martial arts cyborg hadn't lost in over a decade it was a historic encounter but it was a quick one with nunez shocking the world knocking out cyborg in 51 seconds becoming the first female two division champion In UFC history. From that fight, she would go on to face Holly Holm and knock out Holly Holm in the first round, and then a pretty intense battle with uh, Jermaine Durandamy with Amanda Nunes coming away with the victory, and then uh, UFC 250, in June of 2020, she goes on and beats, beats sorry, uh, Felicia Spencer by knock or, uh, sorry by decision, and then a win over Ju- or, uh, Megan Anderson at UFC 259 in March of 2021. Then we get to the surprise where Amanda Nunes falls to Juliana Pena. At 326 of the second round by submission, Juliana Pena pulls off one of the great upsets in the history of the sport with a win. And this is where you're starting to wonder. Like, look, we, we saw Amanda Nunes be the one to show Ronda Rousey that the sport had passed her by. Is Juliana Pena now the one who's just like, you know what? Accomplishments have been great, but you've been passed up. Um Nope. Turns out that wasn't the answer, because uh, just a few months later, July 30th, 2020... Uh, 2022, sorry. Amanda Nunes whooped that ass to regain the um, UFC Women's Bantamweight Championship in a unanimous de- decision win over Juliana Pena, leading to last night, and a victory over Irene Aldana to wrap up her career with a sparkling record of 23 wins, 5 losses, um... It's it's an incredible career. It really is. And when you look at like GOAT status, look at the name she has beat. And I, I am now um, you know, cherry-picking here, but like Jermaine me twice, who probably won't get the flowers she deserves for how talented she was at this time because of how she handled a number of different things. Um Valentina Shevchenko twice, Ronda Rousey, Misha Tate, Chris Cyborg, Holly Holm, Megan Anderson. Um, and then avenging her, her last big loss to Juliana Pena, a one, a loss where now everyone kind of believes the, the, the reason that was given at the time where it was uh, an injury in training camp. She's like, yeah, I'll just take this fight anyway. It, It really is just kind of a, oh, okay. Blip on the radar at the end of her career. And for her to be able to, to get that back and be able to go out on top is, is truly remarkable. But I think the, the defining part of the legacy of Amanda Nunes is going to be the, the the unbelievable resume. You know, like it's just it is everyone from this era of of mixed martial arts that she could have beat that she will beat or that, that she did beat, right? Like it is it's Rhonda and Cyborg and Tate and Home. Um even Sarah McMahon at that point. Like that that's a good win. Um, at that time, like it, the the career hasn't really reached the the peaks that I think a lot of people thought it would for Sarah McMahon. But in 2015, that's a big win for for Amanda Nunes. Obviously, it's not going to end up being one of the bigger ones, but it's just it is a another impressive name to put on on this resume. And for her to to now be able to to go out on top with the only thing that's really left is an emphatic win over Valentina Shevchenko. But back to back wins against her is probably enough that we can kind of Declare that one for Amanda Nunes. So if this really is the end, it is the end of the GOAT in um, in the fight game. But like, that, that she... She does not only deserve to be talked about as the greatest of all time in women's mixed martial arts, but she deserves to be in that conversation for the greatest of all time in just mixed martial arts It in general. It, it does not need to be, there does not need to be a descriptor at the, at the beginning of it. It is just one of the greatest mixed martial artists in the history of the sport is stepping away now and stepping away in an amazing place. She's 35 years old. You see her on the countdown shows. She is so happy. And just so content with where her life is at now, it it, it is it is great to see. Um, she's leaving on a high note with the company. Hopefully, they they are able to properly put her her legacy in a perspective. Um, I don't even know if we've done that here today because it it is just such an incredible legacy that that she is going to leave behind in this sport, and she deserves every bit of celebration that that she should get as this. ...career wraps up for her. Um, the Juliana Pena comments... ...I'm going to get into them more on a, a fight Friday... ...but they're, they're just so asinine... ...like, oh, she saw I was coming and retired. You want approximately zero seconds... ...of the fight where she was healthy. So don't even... ...don't even start w- with any of that. Like, Juliana Pena is so dog shit at Trash Talk... ...it's hilarious. But today is not about Juliana Pena... ...or Irina Aldana or anyone else. Today is about the GOAT... ...in women's mixed martial arts... ...Amanda Nunez... Ends her career in emphatic fashion with a dominant, unanimous decision performance at UFC 289 in Vancouver. Um, It's interesting that Canada plays two big roles in this. It is her last fight, and it's also the first fight after Ronda Rousey, where she goes on and beats Valentina Shevchenko in kind of what I feel like is the first fight of her era of women's MMA. After that win over Ronda Rousey at UFC 207, it is Amanda Nunes' world. And that first fight is in Edmonton, and the last one ends up being in Vancouver. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Back to your regularly scheduled programming next week. Uh, Please remember, rate, review, subscribe wherever you can. And you can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at primetimeclimb. Twitch.tv slash primetimepk. You can email the show, Diary at yahoo.com. I will talk to you all later. Have a great week great West of your rest of your weekend, and I will talk to you all later. I'm out.